0: Welcome to How the Fuck Did You Get So Confident? My name is Rebecca, and this is the podcast where I interview my friends, peers, and strangers to figure out, well, how the fuck they got to be so confident. This episode's going to be a little bit different than normal episodes because it's the last episode of the first season. Uh, Season one has come to a close. I think this is the 62nd episode, some of those being bonus episodes, uh of this podcast. So uh, rather than interview a guest, I h- am going to have my husband, Casey Faye, interview me. Uh, so I'm just going to throw it over to him.
1: In this episode, I chat with actor, writer, filmmaker, artist, and creator, and host of this very podcast, Rebecca Lee. We talk about reframing thoughts, the benefit of recognizing when you're running on autopilot and shifting as needed, the meaning of the phrase, we're all a piece of dust, and so much more. This is How the fuck did you get so confident with guest Rebecca Lee?
0: (laughs) A little Uh, bit different, a little bit different than a usual um, episode, huh?
1: It is, yeah. uh, Thank you for having me. For those uh, who don't know, my name is Casey Faye. I am uh, won a contest as the super fan of this podcast to (laughs) interview the host, Um, and I'm excited to do it
0: thank you for having me
1: (laughs) thank you for having me yeah so um, let's talk first how the fuck did you get to confidence so this started in um, April 27 2020 so for those who want to go back in time that is about a month or so into the full quarantine America lockdown Um, and maybe you could talk to us a little bit about where you were at that point what made you want to start this and and kind of where we are now
0: wow you're so perfesh. you really planned accordingly uh that's,
1: that's my favorite podcast i had to step up
0: it's appreciated um yeah so this podcast started um for those of you who don't know but i'm assuming uh most of you have heard this story before but it started as a kind of a quarter life crisis of me feeling not confident and going like, well, fuck, I've been in therapy for years and years. And you at that point, like five years or something, six years. And I am looking around me. Oh, I wonder if these little pop-up notifications show on. They probably don't. Um, I was like, man, I've been in therapy for so long. And yet I'm seeing my friends and peers around me so much more confident than me. But I've been doing all the things. So like, why is this? Why do I feel crushed when I don't get opportunities, or why do I feel like it's really hard to um, uh, even be in a big group of people, like like, and or when I'm alone? Why why do I not? Why do I feel less than in those moments after after doing all this self work? And so I started asking. Um, some of my friends who I consider to be some of the most competent people I know or outwardly appear that way, if they would grab coffee with me so I could just pick their brains. The, at this point, it wasn't a podcast. It was just me trying to better myself um, and grow in some way outside of therapy. And it was great. And I was uh, taking notes during these coffee talks, which is uh, nerdy, but great. And, um, and uh, then the pandemic happened and I like everybody else was like what the fuck and we all did the push-up challenge for like the first week or something and like looking back at my phone and like my stories or whatever it's like day 12 of lockdown and i'm going crazy and it's like honey you don't even know what you're about to be in for um you made
1: the, you made the tiktok uh, coffee drink thing you did the oh i did yeah i did the yeah. um
0: I don't even remember, like, Coffee Cloud or whatever the fuck. I don't even remember now what it's called. Uh, yeah, you have to get the right sugar for it. Um, anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, but I was like, I don't want to stop this train of learning about confidence. Um, I'm just going to ask if I could, like, Zoom hang. because that was the point where everybody was starting to Zoom hang and do, like, what was that one game that everybody did? Uh, um like the fun game that people were playing. We played it.
1: Oh yeah. Um I forget what it is. I
0: can't remember what it's called. But it was that point it was like where Zooms were starting to become like yeah. kinda regular and um not weird. And can you imagine asking someone to Zoom hang like five years ago? Yeah. <laughs> like I can't been. I can't get I can't I'm busy, I can't do it. But do you wanna um do it via Zoom? People Or known. even
1: two years ago someone would have FaceTime you rather than call you. I've even been like, what's going on? Why, yeah, you're why, like, why do they want to yeah. see my face? Yeah.
0: Um, and so I started doing coffee talks via Zoom. And then I was like, well, this is helpful for me. I wonder if this will be helpful for other people. So I started recording them. And then how the fuck did you get so confident? Uh, became came into existence at that point.
1: Does, it, does that feel to you like a confident thing? I mean, to, outwardly to make a podcast and to put something new out there um especially something where you are yourself you know like a lot of people we know do stuff where they're like a character or a version of themselves or a performing version of themselves but this is truly like you said this started as something that you didn't um even think of as for a podcast or something you were trying to help yourself with and then to put that out as a podcast to me that seems like a confident thing um did you ever see it as that way
0: That's so funny that you say that. No, I never saw it as a confident thing. I always saw it as um as an art that I want to uh as an art form that that I hoped other people would benefit from. It was never really about me. the the podcast The podcast being um I I was I was gonna do coffee talk no matter what. I was going to have these coffee talks for me, no matter what, but putting it on a public platform was never about me. Um, it was about aiding other people, especially during, it ended up being during a, t- during a time where people were going inward and were doing a lot of self-reflection. Um, but it's really interesting you say that because when you say it, I'm like, oh yeah, that does sound like a confident thing, but I didn't consider it to be that, um, which is really, that's an, that's something for me to to think about why I didn't consider that a confident move when it, it is. You're right.
1: Yeah, I mean you, and and even like the name itself. I know like uh, when you were talking about it, and like uh, you know my my <laughs> advertising branding background of like, oh, I don't know if you call something, how the fuck? Is it going to come up in searches? Is it going to be, mar- your episode's going to be marked as, um, you know, uh, whatever. so that kids can't see them. Will they come up in less things because it has a curse word in it? And you, again, I would say confidently, were like, um, no, I like it. And that's the how I, like, want to name this thing because that's how I feel this thing, which, again, feels like a, a confident choice to me. Um, yeah,
0: I really didn't think it through, to be honest with you, in the beginning. I was just like, no, this is how I talk. Mm-hmm. Um I use expl- expletives regularly, have favorites even. Um, and so it, it didn't even occur to me that that would be weird or like wouldn't be brandable. Um, and I didn't really know it until I got like um, when I was trying to do promoted posts on Instagram and it, it got flagged and like I, I had to like figure out a way to work around to let it still come up on Instagram and eventually then they caught that too. And so then I couldn't, I couldn't at all, um, promote on Instagram, which I am sure if I hired a PR company, they would be able to figure that out. And, uh, I just don't know Instagram, uh, marketing well enough to like be able to play the system. But yeah, I mean, having, I even had a conversation with a network for this podcast that they were like, um, have you like considered changing the name, and I was like, mm, I would consider it, but I I don't think that's the answer. I don't um, – and I was with my manager on the call too, and she was like, honestly, it's getting a lot of traction because of its name, because mm. the subject line of emails that I'm pitching to says like, how the fuck did you get so confident? It's like eye-catching. Um, yeah. Again, you've not had, my you've intent.
1: You've had guests who have responded to it too yeah. I, I, from listening. You've had people oh, yeah. who are like – we're like, yeah, no, one of the reasons why I wanted to come on was I loved the title and it felt totally your voice. and it's yeah.
0: attracting the type of people I want to talk to, too, Um, which is like, wow, a pod. I didn't know a podcast title could have such an impact, but it's like, yeah, I mean, I- I've had guests say I'm not really doing podcast. I'm not I'm not you know, I'm not doing things right now, but I wanted to do this one because the name resonated with me so much and I was like.
1: um great so let's go you've um you've done 54 regular episodes by my count so um over a full year doing one every week at that pace there's also some bonus episodes on there as well so we're over 60 um after those 60 interviews let's start with what your typical first question is for people what does confidence mean for you
0: i didn't prepare for this like uh, i should have like you did um
1: that's, that's the last moment of my preparedness. Everything from here on and out is pretty much winging it.
0: Okay, good. My... Thank God. Uh, yeah. um, confidence to me, and I've heard so many people answer this, and they all have such wonderful, some different, some similar answers. Confidence is knowing your worth. It's even in moments that appear to be you not getting what you want or appear to be quote unquote off your path, still being able to sit with yourself and know that you're worthy and actually on your path and that to me... It also goes hand in hand with the universe or source or whatever word you want to call it. But knowing that things that don't look, things that, I want to articulate this properly. So I'm going to take a moment to think about it. Um, When you, when you don't get what you want knowing that that's actually you on your path. When you come up against things that shake you, that it's an opportunity for self-growth, that no one can take away the uniqueness of you, and knowing that you bring a gift to the planet, to the universe, no matter what your mental state, no matter how much success you have or not, success in quotes, because what the fuck is that? No matter how much money you have, that just you in a room is more than enough. I think that's what confidence is.
1: That's great. And and how has... You know, how has this last 15 months of, of doing this podcast uh, changed you? Uh yeah. Is there, yeah. Go
0: for it. Well, I think it would have been different had it not been in COVID. Like, I, I think 15 months of a podcast pre-COVID, of this podcast pre-COVID pre would have ha- impacted me a lot differently than, than this 15 months during COVID. One, it was one of the only creative outlets I had, um, and you know, coming from performing, you know, multiple times a week, whether it was for an audience of five or an audience of 200 or whatever, to not performing at all, as you can relate, caused a lot of, um, uh, the word that came to mind was damage, really. It caused a lot of, uh, I was shaken a lot by that in a way that I didn't expect to be. Um, and this podcast was very helpful for me in that respect. Um, and I, and I say this again and again and again in my podcast, but learning tips and tricks from people are so great and very useful for like, like I have a list on my phone of tips and tricks. So like if I'm feeling a certain way, I know I can go to that and check it out. But Hearing the stories of people and knowing that your experience is is um, maybe not universal but is shared uh, is really really helpful for confidence because it's like you thought I thought I was the only one who felt like this which is like you know it's an ego it's like an ego it's a very egocentric way of thinking it's like of course not but like until you talk to other people and they're like oh my god yes I felt the exact same way people that I consider so confident have had moments or experience them regularly of self-doubt is like oh fuck okay so i'm not behind i'm not less than my peers we're all at the same pace we're just hitting different points at different journeys in our lifetime in this perceived timeline of of our existence um, so knowing that, that I'm not alone, I think was a huge confidence builder tips and tricks that I got or like reframing of things like Emily, when she was on, she was the one of the most recent ones. So this is why it's fresh in my head, but said the thing that really stuck with me, which was like, because I love connecting with people so much when I don't get to do that, it rattles me and I feel, um, not myself or I feel alone or I feel, Yeah, I feel alone in the universe when I'm not being able to connect with another person. And she reframed it as like, what do you get to do when you're not connecting? And you can replace the phrase not connecting with anything, whether it's, I don't know, doing an improv show, making money on set. These are all very specific to to our industry. But when I'm not doing this or when I don't have this, what do I get to do instead? And it was really cool because when I, when she said that it was like one day I was like, man, I want to connect or I want to work or I want to be on stage or I want to be on set or I want to be auditioning. And I'm not, what do I get to do that? Because I'm not doing that. And I got, I got up and I went to Joshua Tree by myself and thrifted, which is like one of my favorite things to do was a vintage shop. Not for the Oh, maybe for the shopping part of it. But like mostly to just like experience that time with me and with like history is is very cool. Part of vintage shopping that I love is like this is on a little tangent, but is like someone else wore this and like experienced life in this. And it's also has like historical context. Like this particular shirt's an 80s shirt. Like there's historical context around that. So it's like a very that's very fun for me. But um yeah, and I spent the day thrifting. I had lunch by myself. I was very much in the mindset of I'm doing this for me and even my attitude towards people around me. It wasn't um, cold in any way. It was just like, I don't need to interact. I don't need to interact with y'all right now, Um, which usually I'm very much like, hi, how are you? How's your day? What's new? Um, That rhymed. Um, (laughs) uh, But I wasn't like that. And I was like, oh, I get to do this thing because I'm not doing the other things, which is very cool. A very cool ref- a re- a reframe. Reframing is something that I really took from this this journey of doing this podcast is like reframing thoughts is something I didn't think about before. Maybe I did occasionally subconsciously, but actively having the tool now of like how can I reframe this thought is very useful for confidence, I find.
1: Yeah. Not, and to know that they are just thoughts. They're not you, you know, it's just um, a way that you're thinking or feeling right now. Um, it's another thing I feel like you've talked a lot about on this podcast. One thing, uh, just from your, even, you know, even what you said was an aside when you were talking about thrifting. Um, one of the things that you're drawn to by it is is connection. And you mentioned connecting multiple times in like what you missed um, and, and how you kind of Uh, enjoy the world and you know you said even that shirt is like oh i connect to like a former person who wore this and their story and um uh, have you always been like that with connection and i wonder if you know through this podcast um and through lockdown and everything how you've maybe shifted some of your um views now knowing that it's important to you um but are you also more uh specific in the way you choose to connect uh those types of Yeah, things. that's a
0: really good question. Um I yeah, I think I've always been a little kid as a little kid always wanting to connect. I think it, I think partially it comes from um my inquisitive nature. I'm I am I question everything and I'm um always looking to learn. I'm very curious. I've always been that way. Um So I think that's sort of like the foundation of where my connection, my um, desire to connect or the joy I get from connecting comes from this like inquisitive nature of like, why do you operate the way you operate? Um, And I think that compounded with my upbringing of, um, which I've talked about on this podcast before, but of not having a uh, father figure around for for a significant portion and having and when I did it being um abnormal or um non traditional in that like I would I would see him a couple you know, like three days out of the month. He would leave and, and the times I would see him would be like super great, right? It's like, oh my God, yay. And then he would leave and it would be, oh no, and it would be very high highs, very low lows. And I think that dynamic caused me to crave connection even more because I was getting – it was like I was getting a hit of it, a big hit of it because it would be exciting. We would go to dinner, you know, like go to Disney, like big things, big moments, and then then it would be gone. And so I think – Compound That um, caused me to want connection in actually an unhealthy way. In a way where I get this specific feeling that only um, people who, not only people who, but I know that as like an addict in some way, shape, or form, I have this, um, it's a specific feeling I get where it's like that. <laughs> The listeners won't be able to see what i'm doing but it's like a jolt of me trying to grab the, the thing yeah not being able to get it
1: a lot of other addicts probably. you know this is maybe simplifying but it's like chasing that you know like the first the yeah. first hit of a hit of a drug is the best exa- and then yep. you're always chasing that feeling of trying to get back to that hit
0: exactly and um so what started out as like an inquisitive curious thing snowballed into perhaps an unhealthy um, desire to connect because when I wasn't getting that connection, it was very, very painful Um, where I am working towards it being okay to not connect. And I'm also learning that um, not everyone, and this sounds harsh, but not everyone is deserving of all of me. I usually and not usually in the past have been willing to give over my all of my thoughts all of my feelings my soul really my heart to anybody sitting across from me because I thought that we as humans um, as fellow human beings are on the same page and like that we can trust each other and um and that if I'm vulnerable with you, you'll be vulnerable with me at a certain point. And at a certain point, it became a, a unknowingly manipulative on my end, which is only something I'm learning now because it's like, if I give you this intense information about me, we are now bonded in a way that will keep you around. And that is never something that I consciously thought of until I was – it i i had someone say that to me in um in a specific group and i was like holy shit that was a really big moment for me because it was me connecting always for me had to do with mutual sharing and feeling like we both belong and to hear that i p- potentially used it as a self-serving way to feed my addiction, that's huge. That's huge information. And then there's shame around that, you know? So it's like, I didn't know I was doing that. And not to say I was doing that all the time, but like, even if I did it one time, that's not good. That's not, that's not where, that's not where I want to operate from. So what do you
1: do? Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Well, what do you do if you, if you feel that shame, if you feel, Uh, that realization because I get the the positive side of that of like if all things being equal I think maybe the best way to live life is to open yourself up to everyone and have everyone open themselves up to you and everyone is sharing and we're all in this harmonious place. Unfortunately it doesn't work that way so now you're seeing some of the negative aspects or uh, results of having those opinions or, or living that way and so you start feeling shame and I wonder how do you move forward and not live in that shameful space and maybe you do live in that shameful space for a while but how do you then adjust from there
0: yeah I um well it it was a huge this was a realization over the past couple months and it you could it was like you told me the sky is orange and I and the whole my whole life it's been blue and you're like no it's not it's orange like it was such a big revelation to me that it it I didn't. I didn't fully get it. I'm still sort of understanding it. Um, I'm still really, really processing through what what that means. Um, you allow yourself to feel the shame. For me, this is what I do. I allow myself to feel whatever it is I'm feeling. and attempt to give myself the grace of knowing that for me it takes me longer to process and and get over things. I linger on in my emotions longer um than typical, traditional or whatever. Not something that I have learned through therapy is like my therapist the other day was like, "Well, you we know this about you. We know that you take longer to to get over things or to process things." And you got to try to give yourself the grace with that. So, but in those moments of like feeling shame, it's so painful. I don't know how to not feel the, I don't know how to, I, sh- I get in a spiral. I, I don't have an answer yet. Um, sh- sh- you know, I, I know I like to be in my bed. I know that my bed is a safe space. So I allow myself a day in bed. If I need a day in bed to cry and be upset. I give myself a day or two days or, and and I've found, you know, with focusing on um, mental health that my, the amount of time that I need in bed or the amount of time that I, that um, I need in those like crucial spiral moments becomes less and less over time where, where it, it used to be months of being in bed. Now, I can get it down. If, if something really painful happens, I can get it down to like two days.
1: <laughs> and do you but, see that? Do you see that the, the, um, progression or only after you've, you've kind of gone through it. And then you're, you're a few days away from being in bed. Or you're like, Oh, you know, that only took me two days in bed. Whereas that would have used to taken me a month.
0: No, I don't know anything in my spiral when I'm in my spiral. I don't know what's up and what's down. Um, I can't, I've yet, I, I'm not able to step out of my own way or out of my own thoughts in a spiral. I'm all—it's all consuming to me. So I don't know that until after, and you know that goes hand in hand with, with um, depression and anxiety and OCD. M- my OCD plays a huge factor in in that uh, in spirals. Um, but I do know that in those spirals, I've learned to deal with things in a healthier way. I know that in the past, when I've been in a spiral, I you know i've turned to alcohol drugs self harm um and for me it comes back to a control thing i'm realizing is like i'm so out of control that if i do this thing drugs alcohol whatever i can be in control i'm at least in control of that i might not be in control of my thoughts but i'm in control of this thing and and it took years and years and years and years to not do that. And I still struggle with it. I still have thoughts where I'm like, I know how to fix this right now. I could do this thing, and I have to actively choose not to do it. And it's not easy. And I don't know if um you know, I don't want to speak for anyone else, but I'm not sure if it's an addict thing, an OCD thing, a depression thing, all of the above. Um but learning Healthy ways to be in those spirals, which for me is just laying in bed and crying and being like, "Fucking, I I can't do anything today. Leave me alone." Um, I don't remember even what the question was.
1: No, that's great. You you mentioned in it about like um when you're in one of those spirals, you have a hard time or it's impossible. Maybe even said to step out of your own thoughts in those spirals. I wonder if um are there times where you do step out of your own thoughts, and if so, have you found tips and ways that you can do that doesn't have to be in the middle of a spiral just like on a day are there things you've learned
0: yeah absolutely um moving out of that spot like I'll give I'll give myself the day if I need it right if I'm feeling like very um what's the word I'm looking for if I don't want to indulge in it which indulging for me would be being in bed all day right if I don't want to do that. I want to be more proactive. Moving my physical body into a new location, Um, whether that's downstairs, whether that's the office, whether that's outside, getting into a different space, physical space is helpful for me. Even better, if I have a playlist that you know, I used to indulge. I used to, uh, in the past I would pull a playlist and music is a, is a big part of me. And in the past I would indulge in these, like I have a playlist called momentary melancholy and it is just like the saddest songs. And in the past I would go, I'm just going to put on momentary melancholy and indulge in the sad feelings. And that's okay too. But, but for me that's no longer helpful. Maybe it was before. It isn't now. What's helpful is the exact opposite where I put on a playlist called like you're a bad bitch and walk around my neighborhood in an outfit that I like walking my dog or by myself and it reaffirms the fact that I am a, I am in fact a bad bitch. And so we all are. Um, So that, that seems to be really helpful for me. And then Talking to a trusted uh, friend, or family member, or loved one, um, or your husband who's interviewing you. <laughs>
1: uh Wonderful. Um, I did uh, want to speak. I did want to say one other thing because
0: yeah. you said about connecting. Well, I don't really remember what the original question was, but it was something about like. How it is good. I I don't want to make it seem like it's not good to connect with other people. I just... Not everybody's intentions are the same as yours. And sometimes it's okay for the person that you're sharing with to earn the trust before you share yourself. I used to not think that. I used to think that was selfish. And I would not withhold anything and I would share everything. I no longer think that. Um, and and also to really um, take a step back and think of the reason that you want to be forthcoming and to connect with the other person. What is the reason? What is the motive behind it? Is it, is it so that they stick around? Or is it because the universe is crazy. This crazy thing that we don't understand. And we, I feel like I'm floating in space and it grounds me to have another person in front of me and we can connect and we can feel like existence is meaningful for one minute, one hour, one day. So examining the motive behind your actions, I think is huge.
1: Great. Um, uh I wonder now we could talk a little bit about this podcast because I um I don't know exactly what you're gonna say in the intro or anything. I know um I am I'm framing this interview as like the end of season one. Mm-hmm. Um that's and, right. if, and if it has to, you know, if it ends up being that it's uh, you know, like Lovecraft Country or Freaks and Geeks and there only is one one season, then that's fine. But um to leave it open for uh, it becoming uh friends or uh something else that had many many seasons and and keeps being reboot reboot like uh <laughs> the, the fresh prince or something um, the fact
0: that this got compared to t- two great shows is uh yeah
1: is uh wonderful ones- yes um, tricks and geeks
0: but- in lovecraft country i mean
1: but, <laughs> but so i wonder like uh, is it still you know, 15 months is a long time, especially the last 15 months has been a very different time uh, for everyone. And, and you said really looking inward and kind of figuring out, even the thing you were just talking about, of like, uh, why am I doing this? Uh, is this serving me? Like, has has this podcast uh, evolved uh, since you started it with those same questions in mind?
0: Yeah, this podcast has really changed me. And um in a oh, <laughs> I'm going to get emotional. In a way that I didn't foresee. And it has been like one of the constants during a year of inconsistencies, during a year of surprises, during a year of devastations. And I continue to do it through Through really hard moments. So, oh, fucking cunt. There's no tissues up here. <laughs> and I'm so grateful for it, for that. I mean, for many reasons. But um, I'm proud of myself for continuing to do it through all that. And, um, I really didn't take many breaks in this, um, doing this podcast. It was pretty constant. I took a few breaks, mental health breaks here and there. Um, but for the most part, I, and, and I should say I'm the one that's booking guests, recording, editing, promoting, making art. It's all me. Um, although Chris, What's Chris's last name?
1: Chris Van Aerts-Dalen.
0: He, uh, made the original concept art. He made with my ideas. Made the original concept art. So I have to shout out to him because he's so great. But I've been, since he made the original concept art, altering it every whenever whenever we have every guest. Um, and I'm a little tired, and I instead of running on autopilot, it's another thing that I learned from many guests, but when you've been doing something for a while, sometimes it's good to take a step back and do a check-in. Is this still serving me? Is this still, um, serving the audience in the best way that it can?
1: Yes, it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just nodded. Um, And so I want to take a step back and one, give myself a little bit of a break and go on hiatus, but two, uh, reassess if this is doing what I want it to be doing for me, for my audience, and if not, make changes or maybe it's a one season thing. Maybe I come back with a second season with a different topic. Um, Maybe I come back with the same topic. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I'm going to kind of give myself the space um, to make that decision, um, when I'm not constantly working on the thing. So, so uh, long answer to your question is I'm not really sure where this is going to go. I just know I need to take a little bit of a hiatus and call season one, season one, which was over a year's worth of interviews crazy that one season is i think this is the 60 second interview or something yeah that one season is that long uh so and i'm sure there's other shows whose seasons are much longer i'm not trying to compare but i i need to reassess and yeah um,
1: i mean it, yeah. To, to 62 episodes is uh amazing and again like uh to give context to this of like I started a podcast around the same time and I think I did 10 (laughs) I think I did 10 episodes uh maybe 11 uh and 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 then it was like okay as a one person band this is too much uh and so then I'm like I'm gonna try to find more people who can help me with this and and you've been doing all of this and like again you didn't have a podcast before this that's something I had done before I had some you know experience of how to do things this was from the most basic level, I know you've talked about this sometimes in the episodes of the confidence you gave, <laughs> gained from like learning how to set up a mic to like yeah. learning how to edit to then with Chris's artwork, then figuring out how to put people's photos in that artwork. Like, I mean, all the way through everything, um, uh, I, I understand that. And I, I think it's been amazing to watch. So I think people on the outside wouldn't realize that it is a one person Show Yeah,
0: it's just me and it's definitely a labor of love. Um and I'm so happy to do I mean it it was it is always the highlight of my week. It's not that I it's not that. It's 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 always so great after I do it. Um but yeah, it is a it's a one-woman show and like starting Patreon, never done that before. Uh making bonus content. I don't know what I'm doing. Like I just didn't know what I was doing. I figured it out as I went. Um But yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for saying that.
1: I also wonder if it might be as simple as you started this because you wanted to be more confident and then you've spent, you know, including the time before quarantine, maybe like a year and a half. Getting great input, writing down great advice, taking it in, thinking about it, listening, really being a very active listener and a great listener in these, and reframing thoughts and I wonder if, after a year and a half working and thinking about confidence, if not that you're all the way there, but if you feel like okay i have i pretty have this handled pretty well. I'm not as interested in this as where I was uh you know a year and a half ago,
0: yeah, that's certainly part of it um I do feel more confident than I did before starting this podcast in a lot of different ways. Um, and I've learned that confidence is not, uh, there's not one definition for confidence, which is very cool. I always thought that it was the really, I always thought confidence was the best, most outspoken or, or, uh, extroverted person in the room. That is not at all what confidence is. Um, I I feel confident in even the fact that I'm taking a hiatus on this. I'm doing the exact opposite of what I originally thought confidence was. And that is what confidence is, is knowing what your needs are and doing them, getting the help you need to do them if you need that. Um, But it's really, and I say this a lot, it's always a two-step thing. It's first being aware of the thing, right? First being aware of it and then actively doing the thing um and the fact that I was a am aware that I need to take a a hiatus and then I am doing it that's what fucking confidence is so I feel way more calm I mean I if, if I would I should have done I should have had someone interview me at the beginning of this and then compared it to this one but um my answers would have been completely different. My answers yeah. would have been completely different, and that's not to say that it's only this podcast that has 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 um made that change in me. It's been a year's worth of introspection, um, but it has definitely been part of it. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Is is I I I'm curious if there's another topic that I would be interested in. Um, now that I, I mean- feel like I might have. I mean, and and there's always so much to learn about confidence, but now that I feel that my attention might be drifting somewhere else, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure that there is because you are, as you you mentioned earlier, you are so interested in learning. Um, And so, and I think this came out of your interest of learning. You know, it came out of your interest in trying to observe others, listen to others, watch them, and then try to figure out how they got to be that thing. Was it, uh, you know, were they born that way? Was it a thing that they've cultivated? If so, how? If so, maybe you can use them. But I'm sure that there is something, not that you have to name it now, but I'm sure there is something that is percolating or you've been thinking about or you are interested in or you are, you know, um, questioning. And and then it might just naturally, by taking a break, um, it might naturally appear to you yeah
0: Um, yeah I'm always question I'm always questioning everything um which is good it's it has its good sides and it has its shadow sides and its light sides like everything does um but I think most of my why I'm so inquisitive is it has to do like with existential stuff and the universe and why are we here and not feeling like we're just a fucking piece of dust it's like we are but what do we do with being that piece of dust? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, uh, it's like that quote that that I absolutely love, which is, nothing matters, so anything can. We are a piece of fucking dust, and ultimately nothing matters, but we're here, so what do we choose to matter? What do we want to make matter? Nothing matters, so anything can. That's my one of my favorite quotes. I also saw a quote, um, I think last night, or maybe the night before that, about... Now, of course, I'm not gonna remember it, but it's that I want to be. um, Fuck, I'm gonna have to look it up because I don't want to butcher it. Um, I can find it quickly. Tell a joke or something.
1: Oh, I just thought we'd edit this part out. I marked
0: (laughs) it. It's okay, I found it. Uh, and this goes hand in hand with like connecting. In a more um, not automatic way, connecting in a more. um,
1: Maybe healthy way, connecting in a more. Healthy, uh, but it's not really
0: healthy. It's more like an awareness, like an awareness of the connections that I'm just like doing it to do it. But it's like that I want to be known rather than experienced. And I think that can be uh, interpreted so many ways. Um, depending on who you are and your experiences. But I have let a lot of people experience my personality and my soul and my heart. And right now I want to take a step back and, uh, and let people, you can know me, but I'm not really wanting to let you experience me. Um, if, if that makes sense. I don't know that it does. I I just read this quote the other day, so I'm still deciphering it for myself, but I want to take a little step back for me instead of giving my full self all the time to everybody and save some for just me. And I think that's okay.
1: I think that's great. And I think also, you know, like our, uh, the business that we've entered into where we are small business owners of ourselves um, and we are, uh, you know, kind of encouraged or taught to be constantly putting ourselves out there. And, you you know, I've had everything from, Commercial agents who are like, if you're not performing three or four times a week, I won't represent you because I need people who are out there in the eye. You know, I've had um, people from, you know, whatever, it's so many different things, a different version of that thing, which is like you have to, you know, if you have, if you want to get more Instagram followers, you have to make sure you're putting new things on your story. You need to be doing hashtags. Yeah, you gotta, so many different ways to, um, uh, and you do feel like sometimes that maybe you're you're behind or you're you're not doing enough or you're. But I do think making those decisions for yourself makes all that a lot easier. Another thing you've talked a lot about in this podcast is like um, the process instead of the result. Um, And and this feels like another one of those things of like the reason I'm doing what these agents or managers or people or whoever tell me, my friends, my, you know, other actors and writers and directors, uh, is if I haven't made up my own decisions about what I want and what I'm want to do then it's I'm looking around and I'm asking what should I do what are we doing how are you doing it what are you doing it and when you take the time to go like oh no here's what I want and here's what I'm going to do I'm not I'm not going to let people uh, experience me but they can know me and I think that uh, makes sense
0: well yeah we we run on autopilot so often where it's like what is everybody else doing okay I'll do that it's not even like we're thinking about it. It's just like, oh, we're doing characters on Instagram now. Okay, cool. Let's see. you know, that's how you get followers. You characters on okay, we'll do characters. on Instagram. But it's like, if you take a step back, it's like, do I actually want to do characters on Instagram or am I just doing characters on Instagram? Cause I think that's going to give me a job. It's like, I, I don't, I don't want to do characters on Instagram right now. I want to post dominatrix photos that Robin von Swank took of me and be quote unquote off brand and I don't fucking care and and like I'm not saying that's the best business strategy uh but it's the strategy that's uh, that I'm gonna go with right now which is like and I'm sure from like I don't know this for a fact this is all just me assuming what other people think which is probably not the best thing to do but like you know, my Instagram went from like comedy bits and like photos of me looking like a commercial uh then there's nothing wrong with this at all. But from me looking like a very commercially um and when I say commercial, I mean like um widely acceptable. Uh an appearance that is widely accepted by
1: the most common thought. Yeah, like the at the Agency pa-
0: kind of the patriarchy or or uh brands or um sure. like a very easy to consume person right if that makes sense which is nothing wrong with that at all um and now my instagram's edgy i'll call it edgy it's not that edgy like it's edgy for some people um different for sure than what my and we're talking about also talking my instagram here who fucking right. cares but like it is different now. My Instagram is different now. It has changed drastically in my opinion than what it used to be. And, and I'm sure that's off-putting to some people or I'm sure I'm less, um, I'm not going to say castable, uh, cause that's not at all what I mean. Less pigeonholed, less, um, which is probably a bad business strategy, probably a bad business strategy, but like less branded, less, I'm not on brand anymore, really. And uh, yeah, I guess, I I, I guess. guess Yeah, go ahead.
1: I would say that maybe easier to experience, maybe is the way to say it using this phrase of like, you want to be known, not experienced, like your page now is maybe is is not as easy to experience
0: exactly Um, that's exactly what i mean yeah
1: but but what i would say is that um it just continuing on with the same conversation it's like the likelihood of being the 70th person to get work from doing a front face comedy video is maybe um but also you know that's also results-based, not process-based, but even if it is, even if it is results-based, being the first and clearest you feels like a better way to get those results than, because like, I remember when I was coming up, the big thing was like, um, you know, you got to make a web series. You got to make a web series because, um, uh, you know, there were some examples of people who had made web series and they got to make their own TV shows. By the time the, the means uh, trickles down to the masses. Um, the path is a- mostly already closed, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, and it's like, what's the next path? What the next, next path? Like sometimes some people will ask me like, okay, can I talk to you to pick your brain about how you did things and how you, I'm like, sure, totally. And a lot of it is like, and this information I'm giving you about how I was in a YouTube sketch group yeah. and you know, like it's outdated is, now is, is already 15 years, uh, no longer helpful to you. Um, right. I was at the end of it. And so, um, And so I think there is some, again, and that's still going back to the result, but there is something to connecting to, and ultimately, since we are all dusts, what do you want to do? You know, if you can connect to what you want, then most of us will either never reach our fullest dreams, or we'll find out that our dreams aren't the thing that fulfill us anyway. Um, And so if we can figure out our wants and then live a life regarded by our, our wants, I think that's probably a healthier way to live and i'll transition that into like you have and maybe you had that before the podcast but i think it was talking from someone in this podcast In fact, now i remember it was for sure you kind of came up with core values um Mm -hmm. which was Mm -hmm. something that was that you learned out of this uh do you yeah angela
0: singer angela singer who um she teaches meditation you can look her up she talked to me about core values and what those are um and writing them down and to get to them you ask why, 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 until you get to the core value. So it's like, I'll use a very like industry specific example. I want to be, I want to be the lead on a television show. Okay, sure. Why? Uh, because I want to make art that is seen by the masses. Okay, Why? You ask yourself why, 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 why until you get down to these core values, which is something I need to recheck in with because my core values change. I I make my phone screen and they're not even my core values, really, because core values are usually like single. I mean, they can be what you want, but like usually they're single words or small, really small phrases. Um, But at least having like your wants known like right now, you know what? I'm actually not going to share what my my wants are right now. I, and I normally would, and I'm not doing this as, like, a manipulative ploy.
1: Come back for season two to learn uh, no, my- no, 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 <laughs> no,
0: no, no, no. I just want to keep them to, for me right now. Right now. I'll share them probably eventually, but I want to keep them to myself, and that's okay. I'm experiencing this little phase or whatever you want to call it of wanting to keep things to myself, but yeah, core values. Ask yourself why, 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 until you get down to the, to the grit of them and then like put them on your wall. I have them on my wall in front of me. I have them on my phone so that you can, it's it also helps make decision helps you make decisions. Cause when, um, you come to a crossroads, you can say, which is in line with my core values. And it's helpful if you're an indecisive person, um, to figure out which path to take. And I think, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I also want to say, like, I sound like I have this conversation sounds like I, I have it together, and I just want to reiterate the fact I don't always have it together. And
1: uh you definitely mentioned if... your your bed spirals and. uh Okay, you, good. Just want to
0: make sure that it's evident that I yes. I, I don't always have it together. I, yeah, I, I mean, don't want to sound it... like I'm f- up here like talking down or like be like yeah. self righteous or indignant in anything. Like I, I that. I, I don't want to sound like that. Uh, well well, and, I think that's
1: one of the things about your podcast is you're talking to people about their experiences. And so you are talking about your experience in your life, and that doesn't mean that you're above people. It doesn't mean you' figured it out. I think, um I would hope anyone who interacts with anyone knows that like we're all works in progress. And if you yeah. think you're you're following someone who has all the answers, then, they've just figured out the way to trick you into thinking they have all the answers. That's true. Um, uh, and That's so, true.
0: I'm like, I am getting interviewed right now. I forgot for a second. I'm like, I'm talking a lot. And I'm like, oh, wait, I'm the guest this time.
1: Yeah, this you makes get the, more sense. But it, but that does, again, go back to me of like the, the confidence of doing this whole thing in the first place to like um, to get these people to open up and to truly like, you know, a lot of uh, your friends, a lot of the early guests, did come from the comedy world and you have to set a tone pretty early in your podcast I think you've done this well throughout the whole you know season of of letting people know like hey I'll laugh with you if you want to laugh but th- that's not the point of this at all the point is like I want to actually talk to you and see you and ask you how you have cultivated this thing that I admire uh, in the simplest version of confidence yeah. being an example yeah um, so I don't want to keep you too long. That's a thing you like to say at about this point um, as, we're, as really? we're wrapping up. Yeah, you often say that. You're like, oh, yeah, I no, don't know. No, I mean,
0: really? Have we hit an
1: hour? Uh, uh, we're not there yet, but we're, we're getting up. This is the – usually we ask if, if there's a, um, uh, a piece of advice, if there is um, got it, something, got it. something that either um, you – you think of something someone once told you advice uh, sometimes you frame it as advice you would give to your younger self. Um,
0: yeah, I think right now, I think that changes on a day to day, to be honest with you. Um, right now it is make sure that you're not running on autopilot. Um, Or question your own status quo. Question your default mode. And make sure that it's still in line with your wants, your needs. And make sure that it's still in line with in a healthy way. Um, Right now, what I'm experiencing is... And I've talked about it throughout this episode. Is choosing the information that I want to share, choosing who I connect with. My autopilot is sharing everything, is oversharing, and um, attempting to connect with every person in front of me. And I perhaps have been running on autopilot with that because I thought that was my personality. I thought my my personality is I connect. I'm the one who connects. Like that's kind of where my my head was. I'm a lot more than that and I'm kind of just figuring that out. And so I'm in this weird in-between phase where I'm deciding what information I want to share and what information I don't want to share and what parts of me I want to share and what parts of me I don't want to share. And it's like a pendulum. I talk about that a lot on this podcast too where it swings one way and swings the other until it can find a middle ground. And right now I'm swinging in the direction of like I'll choose what I share as opposed to sharing everything and I mean this it even goes down to the fact that like I turned off um Instagram replies to story replies uh so like you you have to like go to my page to message me or whatever which is like a very little thing but it was an autopilot thing that I um want to try to see what it's like without that instant connection with somebody who's replying to my story it's like a very small symbolic uh example of what i'm trying to do in my whole my life as a whole right now so that's sort of the what what i where i'm at right now and the advice that i would give in it's not really advice really it's just something that i'm exploring so if you want to explore if you're someone like me who connects deep quick and who shares a lot of things with a lot of people uh maybe take a step back and see is this still serving you maybe it is still serving you if it's not maybe you could take a step back and um decide what specific things you want to share and who you want to share it with
1: great and is there um anything else um you'd like to say anything i wasn't able to ask you about anything yeah
0: it's kind of specific to this podcast but i have a now book full um if you're watching the video version, you can see as I. S-
1: wow, yeah, it's a full on book.
0: It's a book full of all of the things I have written down um, from doing this podcast uh, from my guests. And my hope is to get some version of this, whether I do an episode where I um, pull some uh, common confidence tips or maybe common, or maybe ones that are that I wouldn't have thought of or that are like kind of off the beaten path or whatever I don't know if I'm gonna do it as an audio version if I'm gonna do like a pdf of them or I just know that I want to share these and compile them and um give listeners a chance to get like the best of if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know how I'm going to do that yet, but I just, I, I wanted to let it, let it be known that, it, that, that there, this is a book of gold for people looking to um, work on their confidence and work on themselves. And I am actively figuring out a way that would be best uh, that would allow listeners or readers or whatever viewers to consume this um in the best way possible. So
1: that's great. Yeah, I, I often hear the the wrap up at the end of the episodes, and you're so great at that. And I was like, oh, love to like read those. You know, even if it yeah. wasn't even if it wasn't attached to the person, if it was just like getting that information, um, that would be that would be wonderful. Yeah. So I, so that's
0: what I'm I'm aiming to do is. Um, get the wrap-ups from all of the podcasts and figure out a way that it can be easily read or consumable by people who are interested so great Um, and if you want if you
1: want to see the video of her flipping through that book uh (laughs) then you can log on to the patreon patreon patreon.com backslash how the fuck did i get so confident is no it's actually just just how the the fuck fuck. wonderful she got the the patreon.com slash
0: how the fuck Um, because on there, there's bonus episodes of things outside of confidence. Like Oscar Montoya and I talk about, um, the, all things gaming, video gaming. Mm. Uh, that one's really fun. Um, I talked to Kayla Compton about high school and surviving high school. So, um, it's just how the fuck, because the bonus episodes expand outside of confidence and I let guests pick the topic of their choosing, um, wonderful i'm gonna so i'm going to people.
1: try to do my version of your wrap-ups uh, okay. which are always so wonderful um uh these are the uh uh rebecca lee's tips for confidence um i have horrible handwriting so i'm i will see how many of these words i can even read
0: uh, i know it's it's a chat trust me it's i have the same thing even uh, if you don't have horrible handwriting you're just writing so fast that you're like yeah. oh, i don't know what this word is
1: I'm gonna read hot dog? These. Why was
0: she talking about a hot dog?
1: <laughs> I did write hot dog down a lot, so we're going to get I a figure. lot of hot dog ones. I figure. Um, but uh, uh, I, I refuse a note. Uh, do not uh, uh, correct me on anything. <laughs> no, just just kidding. You're, you're always so polite in the way that you say you love a note, so I was going to go with the opposite on there. Uh, but, of course, feel free to correct me if I don't get your best intentions. Um, so uh, – Connecting with others who feel the same way, it was a helpful way for you to uh, see that you're not experiencing this alone, it's not just you. Uh, Knowing your worth, even in moments that appear off your path, still being able to sit with yourself and know you're worthy and on your path. Uh, Stepping out of your own thoughts, was one Uh, reframing thoughts was you said a big thing that you got from this Uh, when you don't get what you want knowing that that's uh, you on your path Uh, you had Emily's phrasing um, in there as well uh, like what what's the thing that you get to do now um, that you didn't get that thing you want Um, uh, listing your tips and tricks is helpful to write it down Um, uh, no one can take away the uniqueness of you you being a gift to the universe just you the way you are in a room alone by yourself. Uh, We're all uh, at the same uh, place, just hitting different points at different times. Um, Connecting is key. What do you get when you're not connecting? That was Emily's there. Uh, Not everyone is deserving of all of you or all of me. Uh, Allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling and give yourself the grace to know it may take you longer. Um, Finding healthier ways to be, quote unquote, in control. Actively choose uh, not the... Path, the dangerous, or the unhealthy ways, uh, your former ways, that could be uh, drugs, alcohol, uh, whatever. Um, uh, This one, Uh, a day in bed can help you, sometimes two (laughs) days, sometimes more. Bed is a safe space for you, you said. Um, Moving your physical body into a new location, getting into a different space. Music is big for you, your bad bitch, you're a bad bitch playlist. Putting on an outfit you like, Uh, going on a walk. Um, talking to a trusted friend or family member or loved one, um, uh, it's, it's okay to hold back until someone has earned it. That wasn't an exact phrasing, but it was something like that. Um, it's not being uh, the most extroverted person in the room. That's not what confidence is. Um, knowing what, y- what your needs are and doing them. Uh, first being aware of the thing, then doing the thing. Nothing matters, so anything can. We're all just a piece of dust, so what do you want to do being that piece of dust? Um, I want to be known rather than experienced, um, write down your core values. Uh, keep, I keep asking yourself, why, why, why put that on your phone or on your wall or somewhere you can see it and, uh, make sure you're not running on autopilot, question your default mode. Is it still in line with who you want and your needs in a healthy way or with your wants and needs in a healthy way?
0: That's it. That's a, that's a, that's a good. That's a good uh, starter. Man, I could continue on and elaborate on that list. And it's very clear that that list is at a very specific time and a very specific uh, thing that I'm currently working on and dealing with. I think this list would be so different a month ago, six months ago, a year ago, uh, which I think is a good reminder that um, your wants and needs change and evolve over time and just because this is how you feel currently leave space for change leave space for change and evolution and also you're never in control anyway you can you can do things to make you feel like you're a little bit in control which is healthy and helpful sometimes but ultimately we aren't in control of anything so learning how to operate in a world where we're not in control is everything really.
1: Yeah. And I, I just wanna um thank you again for for making this podcast. It's been uh amazing to listen to. Um and from knowing you and being on the other side of it and then to listen to these talking about how this list is different now than it would have been six months ago, then six months before that, to listen to the podcast and to hear, you know, people may feel it, may not. I certainly do from like when you were experiencing a loss you were asking a lot of questions to your listeners about like, what the fuck, Why? what is the purpose of this? What is life? What is the world? You know, when you um, were experiencing a loss of friendship or people leaving, you know, your life uh, unexpectedly, you would talk to people about like that, loss of friends, loss of doing this, like all these different things that that you were going through uh, to hear you talk to people and connect with people. And the thing I enjoyed about it was, one, it makes the conversation more specific because those are the actual things that you're thinking about in your life. Um, but two, the the connection of your guest and how it was never like anyone was like, I'm sorry, hold on, what are you talking about? I'm I'm not dealing with those things. I'm not thinking about those things. Um, everyone will, in their own way was connected to those things and was like, um, reframe it through the path they're on or the the way they were thinking in their lives. And and I think that's why I like, um, documentaries or podcasts where it's like, um, people who are pa- just listening to someone talk about something they're passionate about, um, is engaging to me and to hear, uh, two people who are intelligent and engaging and, um, passionate about themselves and how to be a better themselves and how to be a better, um, you know, how to figure out life and how to just a simplest thing is just being like, how can I be more confident? If you just take that point of view and start there, it's obviously going to affect so many more things than just that. It's it's that idea of moving forward and trying to find ways to be better. And um, that's a thing I've always admired about you, the your curiosity to, to learn and to um, better yourself and those around you. And I just have loved listening to this podcast. And I want to thank you for doing it. And I'm so glad that you're not saying it's over but it's just the end of a season because uh that gives me hope
0: it's just a hiatus we'll figure yeah. I'll, I'll figure out what I want to do I'm gonna work on my own documentary in the meantime I'm gonna work on a play in the meantime there's some other things that that I uh my brain and my heart want to move towards um and hopefully I'll come back with either I don't know. We'll see if it'll be on confidence. We'll yeah, see. just
1: something. Uh, could, is there anything you'd like to promote uh, for our listeners? <laughs> no. Uh, are you on socials? I'm uh, on
0: socials. Can. If 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 you want to find me, you can find me. My
1: name is Rebecca I, Lee. I, <laughs> I am, and I've been your uh, gracious host this episode. My name is Casey Faye. Uh, Where can,
0: can they find you?
1: Uh, that's uh, anywhere you put in the, that name C-A-S-E-Y-F <laughs> as in Frank E-I-G-H if I'm on there you'll find me I got a website I got an email I got <laughs> Instagram yeah. I got a, I got a Twitter I got all the things that I that I feel comfortable having so um, <laughs> uh, check it out and uh, thank you so much again anything any, it's your podcast you want to leave us with any final words
0: no uh, I, I don't think so you did a wonderful job interviewing Uh, Thank you for your thoughtfulness in your phrasing of questions. Uh, And thank you everyone for listening to season one. Um, It has been an honor, really more than a treat, an honor to, um, to share with you my journey of confidence And uh, I hope you have picked some things up about yourself, about the world, about people around you um, in these 62 episodes in this season one. And um, yeah, I think that's all I want to say. I hope you found and I, I hope you have taken something from this for yourself. And I'll leave it at that. Thanks for listening to this episode of How the Fuck Did You Get So Confident? Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And you can also head over to patreon.com howthefuck for bonus episodes, video content, and more. Thanks again.